Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hold on, it's Friday! Woo! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, Grant. Good morning. Our little buddies. He's been late this week. Yeah. He's they must have changed, changed the bus the schedules whole, all of them. They reworked the whole they, bus schedule. The whole structure of the bus well, schedule. our Mayor Amarji was once a bus driver, right? So he's made it a priority of his to change the bus schedules as much as we he can. Played. A personal task of his. <laughs> I lived in Vancouver for four years. The bus showed up at the exact same time every day for four years. <laughs> Never changed. No. No. Jimmy, his life. Constant. Constant restructuring of the entire bus system. And, when he, and he'll be mad about it. Oh, yeah. He'll come flying in here. Yeah. Uh, raging about something that they happened. They moved to stop. I got to walk a block now. <laughs> anyway, um, hall party tickets, 810. Still doing that. You're running out of time to get those hall party oh, tickets. Yeah, it's, uh, what are we, two weeks away? Yeah. Yep, two weeks away today. And we got to see if we can get a hold of our... Um, Locker Room Mother of the Year as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. So we'll get you more details on that. You're in the Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Game on Wednesday night. I'm not sure how much time there was between the two. I think it was fairly close. But So Petrangelo comes down, does like an axe swing chop on Dreisaitl. Yeah. Um, and everyone's like, whoa, hold on. That's... Too handsome. Yeah. Um, and then um, like 15 seconds left, 20 seconds left in the game. Nurse goes after Hag, and they have a big fight. And so he gets scenes to get a root, which is in the books, yeah. right? If you, um, if you initiate a fight at the end of the game, um, within the last five minutes or something like that, it's in the rule book. You can get a one game suspension. Although there's a lot of people claiming that Hag asked for the fight, but still, it's the rule. Yeah. Well, even their own team is saying yeah. that that, um, that Nurse was saying no to the fight. Right. Yeah. Well, why is Nurse fighting <laughs> at that point of the at game? At that point of the game, yeah. right? Like, I get it. Anyway, um, so they did a tit for tat thing, and I had a feeling that's the way it was going to go. Mm-hmm. I will say this: the Petran, and this isn't a Homer thing. The Petrangelo slash the swing at Dry Saddle was way worse. Yeah, that was bad. Like, um, and I, I thought he was going to get two, and I thought Nurse was going to get one, or I thought that they would just scrub both and not give him anything. I saw um, some thoughts on that that I kind of agreed with. Like Ryan Whitney was saying he was okay with one game for Petrangelo until they also gave Nurse one game. And then it's like, okay, that you can't go one for one on that. Um, because everyone is comparing it, and we yeah. shouldn't be because 
they're they're going to say we treat all these situations differently, but you didn't. No, you took two. If that would have been a forward and a defenseman, it might have been a different conversation. But it was two high minute defensemen on both teams. It's comparatively speaking, right? Yeah, they both represent something important to the team moving forward. So I'm, yeah, yeah. I thought the the, the one game. Is not enough if Nurse is also getting one game. If you're going one for one, that's not enough because what Petrangelo did was way worse. Well, obviously, way worse. And then, um, you know, there's always the thought about, like, okay, well, let's stop. And if it's only one game, I mean, is somebody going after Eichel? <laughs> like, yeah. And I don't think that'll happen, but there's it's always the, that thought. It's the playoffs. And, yeah. Um, and I think Kane's sitting out tonight, too. So. <laughs> We might not have a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of got screwed, I I, I think. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't surprise me. It's the playoffs, right? Yeah. I think the, I think the league is going to be cautious about suspensions. And I, the other thing is, Petrangelo is not that player. Like, I know he did it, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have a history of that. If he had, I think maybe there might have been a bigger suspension. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we can move on? I think so. Go Walters. Sure. Jimmy is wearing the Stay Angry Everyone shirt. That's true. Is maybe. that is that why you said I looked angry when I came he, in? Well, you shouldn't pair a, a Stay Angry shirt with camo pants. Kind of makes it look like you're training for something and like, yeah. you know, it's a part of some military group in a you backyard have energy and we've tried to explain bald this to head you too. bald head goatee stay no, angry everyone camo he comes in and huffing and yeah and so we're always grant and i are always like this we're always like how's jimmy gonna be like is he gonna want to kill us this morning like that, and that was the energy you were putting off this morning. I think the energy that you were feeling that it was just, I was late, and so I'm rushing to try and get. You've heard our show, eh? We don't care if you're late. <laughs> we are going to be not fine. a lot of pressure on you we to get here before be six. <laughs> you're in the locker room on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Saw this story yesterday. It's a story about this beautiful young woman who, um, for whatever reason, and it doesn't, we don't need to get into any of the specifics. Things happen in life, right? It, it happens, yeah. You're shy. You're, you know, you're a little bit different than the rest of the world. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're 43 years of age, and you, you decide to make a move to lose your virginity. And what does she do? She steps up and hires a prostitute. A male escort. A gigolo, if you will. He shows up and bada bing, bada boom. It's done. Virginity is gone. Big smile on this (laughs) beautiful woman's face. (laughs) I love that she wrote a story about it online. Yeah. So now the story's going a little bit viral. Yes, yes. And I guess now every couple of months she calls this... This young man over to the house, and they get freaky. Well, I like that she wrote for her first time. So she's forty-three years old, never, never done it before. She booked a two-hour session. <laughs> 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 
someone didn't prep her. <laughs> yes, she didn't know. Might have been able to save an hour. <laughs> anyway, um, there's a bit of correlation to somebody that we know and love. There's a reason this story is. I think there's a real strong connection in the age. Isn't that the exact same age as when you made your infamous trip to Chicago? It's close. 43? 42, I think. Were you 42 at the time? How many years ago was that now? It was Canada. I have it in the calendar. It was Canada's 150th birthday or whatever, because it was the Canada Day party where you were telling the whole party about it. It pops up every year in my... uh... In your family calendar? Yeah. (laughs) Jimmy got laid in uh, Chicago, June 3rd, 2017. So how old were you in 2017? So that's five years ago. We're 49 now. So, yeah, I would have been about 43. So 43, you uh, lost the old V card to a, a professional. Yep. Yep. So here's my similarities. thing. I can't wrap my head around. Like, I understand why she did it, and I've got a lot of respect for her. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and Go I'm, get it, girl. I, I'm glad she wrote about it because we get to talk about it this morning. <laughs> But let's go around the horn. Because Jimmy, I know he would not have done that on his own. No, that had to be set up for him ahead of time. And it was by he, a friend of his. They didn't even tell him until he was like, it was they, happening. Till, till it was like, okay, follow her. That's, were, exactly, that's exactly how it is. And and I even talked to him beforehand because he called me. Um, and, and we talked a little bit about it. And I yeah. said, well, listen, we were actually planning on doing this with Jimmy. Because we had an upcoming Vegas trip and no and we, one's talk about it. And we were going to get a GoFundMe the going. the Bunny Ranch or whatever. Yeah, and we were going we to do, we were going to pull the pin on our end. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm taking care of it. We're going to Chicago to illegally sell concert tickets for the U2 show. And Jimmy's tagging along. So um, he said, you know, how should I go about it? I said, if he has any knowledge of this, he won't do it. He'll shut it down. He will shut yeah. it down. It'll be it'll be over before it even gets started. Yeah. And, and he was like, okay, note taken. And that's exactly what he did. He yeah. just like, got he's, basically he's, over he's, like he's like, hey, well, I'm taking it to meet uh, with this person. Uh, he's a friend of mine in a house. Walk in. Jimmy, follow her. Yeah, yeah. It was over. Like, yeah, they had to tell you afterwards what happened. (laughs) It's okay. Some of it, yeah. I still blacked out. (laughs) Some of it, I was like, and he had his socks on. (laughs) Actually, I think I did. (laughs) He left his socks on. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Anyway, um, here's the thing that I thought we could talk about this morning. I could not. No, I. There's, there's n- no way. Chance. I have zero. I don't have that that muscle or whatever that is. Yeah, I could not wrap my head around it hiring. Like, I had no idea like what was going on. Like it was, I wouldn't like you said. I wouldn't have done it no. on my own, and no, I probably I, wouldn't I know that. I know again. That. Yeah. Like it's not that it was not pleasurable, but it's just it's it's weird. It's different. Yeah. yeah. Again, like I I read this story that from this woman, 
and um and I completely but understand. For her, I was like, yeah, get it. Yeah, go for I it. I completely understand. But she had some issues, and, and and I'm like, okay, I that I can wrap my head around. But for just the average dude, just like, yeah. no, I, I no. And for me, there's no and, way. We were with in the Vegas. I told you this story about Vegas, a hockey team when I was back oh, in Winnipeg. Yes, yeah. So. We're ha- we're out for dinner. We're having this really nice steak dinner in this really fancy restaurant. I was on this hockey team with these guys that were all lawyers, and they all had money. And um, this guy was celebrating his 40th birthday, and we were all down there for it. And uh, there's a guy that's coming around the the table, and he's going, "Hey, we need you got to throw in. We're getting we're getting strippers for the for Johnny's birthday or whatever. I can't remember the guy's name." And uh, and I'm like, well, how much? And he goes, 125 bucks. And uh, so I dig in my wallet and I give him 125 US. Mm-hmm. And then I close my wallet and and I put it back in my pocket. And he goes to the next guy and I'm going, 125 bucks. There's, Each. I'm doing yeah. the math. There's 20 of us at yeah. this table. And I'm like, are you kidding? And then I thought, well, I'll just. You know what? I'm here for the ride. Yeah. I'll just and um and that was not strippers. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no part of that. But I lost my 125 bucks. I was annoyed about that. <laughs> Can't wrap my head around this at all. Grant's out. Jimmy's I'm out. out. Yeah. I, I've, I've known guys that would have no problem doing oh, this. Oh, a lot of people. They yeah. have this separation or something. I don't know what it is, but they can just completely separate that act. Yeah. And they have no problem going to their bank account and dole, uh, just. What is that wiring? But, but also with the fact with this girl, it's reoccurring. Like she's getting together with him, like as you said, $265 an hour. Just didn't you say that she's yeah, still she's, getting together with this she's guy? She's having more dates with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's calling him dates. I love her. I think she, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of her. Yes. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. How old's old Lionel? 73 years old. Okay. Lionel Richie is. <laughs> How old's his girlfriend's? 33. Boy, so he was in an interview because he does look good. I watch yeah. him on. Uh, I watch him on uh, American Idol. <laughs> you watch that every week. <laughs> I'm every a little behind week. right now because of the hockey, but I do watch that stupid show. They make dreams come true. <laughs> anyway, um, of course, when you're interviewing Lionel Richie and you're like, "You're 73," you're like, "Yeah, dude, you look." You look good. You're probably going to say, what's the, you know, what's your secret? Yeah. How do you stay so youthful? Yeah. Are you drinking water every day? Like, yeah. Vitamin C. What's going on there? You know, yoga. (laughs) And he was like, no. Yeah. Water, sleep, sweat, and sex. There you go. That's the key. That's the key. To stay youthful, according to Lionel Richie. Well, when you sing songs like this, though, that's... How old's his wife? He's going to be having a lot of it. 33 years old is, is his okay, here's latest the thing. lady, if you will. See I, what I did there? <laughs> I understand that he's a celebrity, and I and I get it. Yeah. And I understand he's rich. Um, but there's got to be a line. Like, even... 
even, yeah. even for celebrities and people with a lot of money, there has to be a discussion about where where do we put the line? I think society like for needs- how young he can date. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I I'm starting. To, the older I get, the more problems I have with, with yeah. these men dating younger women, because I it's like yeah. Like what? He's seventy three. She's thirty three. What Everyone kind of conversations this, are they having? Everyone does this though, right? They're yeah. all they're all doing this. Yeah, it's Lionel. He's seventy three. Let him let him have fun. He's like, Billy he's, Joel. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's got to be a line. I think society needs to step yeah. in and go. Okay, listen, you got to stop. Because if it was just a normal, average, everyday person, like say myself, say I was dating a nineteen year old. That's not right. We would be like, Jimmy, come on, what kind of conversations are you having? This is worse. And this This is worse. 40 years difference. Yeah. 40 years. So what's... She's 73. She's 33. What's half of 73? 36 plus 7. So 43 should be the cutoff. 43? Because isn't it half your age plus 7? Something like that. That was the older rule, I remember. Is that the (laughs) rule? I remember people saying that. I think it's got to be a new rule. I think it should be even higher than that. I think, yeah, I, think I don't think he should be able to date anyone under the age of 50. If technically you can call them grandpa or grandma, <laughs> I think it needs to stop yeah. there. Like, what is his kid saying to him? Yeah. Lionel's got kids. And she's probably younger. How old are Lionel's kids? Look at that. Look at Sophia, Nicole. Miles. Sophia is 24, so she's young. Okay. Uh, Nicole is, Nicole Richie's 41 now. And then Miles is 28. So he's actually got some pretty young kids for. Well, because he's been doing this for years. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this one's weird. I'm sorry. Uh, and yeah. I, I liked Lionel. I didn't know about this. This is new information for me. Like, I'm a, I'm a Lionel Richie fan. Like, I'll even get into the Commodores on a weekend. <laughs> This is just creepy. I'm sorry. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Got a few texts about the the age difference thing there. It's kind of funny because, like, so people are saying uh, the common thing is people saying 10 years either way, older or younger. Um, The thing with the 10 years is that um, I think there's a little more room to move if you get a little bit older. Yeah. Right? So that's why the sliding scale of half your age plus seven seems to be um, a a comic common metric because then it moves with your age. Right? It's funny, though. Like, if Dolly Parton's husband were to die in a boating accident or whatever... I would have no problem with Dolly Parton dating like a 21-year-old man. <laughs> but we are judging Lionel for the 33-year-old it's bride. interesting, yeah. 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 Like, I would be like, yeah, Dolly, go, come on. Yeah, that's kind of a thing. Maybe it's because... If I was single and Dolly was single, I'd take a run at Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now... Brent Johnson. I don't know if this is like really hilarious or or what it is, but it is just kind of amazing. Anytime the city of Edmonton does anything, it's usually so painful that it's like unintentionally hilarious. So the city is asking for residents to weigh in on what we think is appropriate behavior for Edmonton Transit <laughs> and in Edmonton Parks. <laughs> 
What do you think is appropriate to happen on trains? Uh, could we start with smoking crack? Not appropriate behavior for public transit. Stabbing people. Not acceptable. Setting up in a tent city. Not appropriate. Using the bus as a toilet. Not appropriate. You know, all of these things, they seem like common sense, but apparently not to our city council. Because they need our help figuring out whether or not people should be allowed to smoke crack on the train. Oh, if you're a day late shoveling the snow off your sidewalk, they're all over your ass. But deciding to set up camp and living in Diefenbaker Park? (laughs) No problem. No problem. You can do the survey on the City of Edmonton website right now, and I'm sure they'll listen to what we have to say. Oh, yeah. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. Get our latest shirt. Not tonight, ladies. I'm just here to get drunk. Text us now to get yours. Had to go to the uh, doctor yesterday. Get your hand checked out well, since they took it, your tumor out. <laughs> it's benign, by the way. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they had to take the stitches out just to double check it. Everything's fine. So I was on the phone with my wife because um, I I had to pick her up afterwards. So I was just sort of making contact, right? She's at work, and so she called me when I was get uh, was in the parking garage, okay. and I'm going down the steps, and I stopped and I went, "Hold on, I don't smell pee," because every time I go into a any staircase in the city, all I smell is urine. Yeah, it's a thing, and, and I'm like. Wow, this is like the first time in a long time I've been in this. And then I was like, oh, no, there it is. <laughs> I got it. I went down a level and <laughs> I smelled pee. Yeah, it's bad, right? Like mm-hmm. downtown is. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I saw like driving in this morning, like multiple people wandering across the street, just in random areas. Like, yeah, yeah. We got some issues right now. around. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. North America's most spoiled dog breeds. Labs yeah. on that list. <laughs> For sure. Uh, they're not actually, but um, it's kind of funny because in the study they said that um, 60-something percent of people claim that their dog is the most spoiled dog. Oh, yeah. No. So that's why you're like, Labs. And I'm like, Golden Retrievers, they ought to be on there too. Because we all feel like our dog is is very spoiled. Because all our dogs are very spoiled, right? Yeah. Uh, but they found our dog gets away with murder. Yeah, just complete murder in our house. <laughs> I have a story from last night. So we live close now to the hospital, so we hear sirens all the time. Oh yeah. So now he's taken to in the last couple of weeks. He howls at the sirens. So if if it's all you can hear in the house, like. Um, right, because we have a window open next yeah. to his bed to get you know make sure he has fresh air. Of course, and yeah. so As now we do. get the Just put a little he, cucumber he, in his water. He, he, he howls, <laughs> does he? <laughs> Damn! So he he woke up in the middle of the night, and um, and then I'm trying to put him back into bed, and he's like he would have none of it. He was yeah. going in to see mom. So he hopped in and spent the rest of the night with mom in bed. You slept in his kennel. (laughs) Quite comfy, actually. Uh, They found um, that herding dogs are actually treated the best. Australian shepherds, corgis, and border collies were treated like royalty. The corgis, I I see anyone I know that has a corgi, they're like, 
It's a princess. Yeah, dog. Princess. They got a little pillow. The queen had them. Right, yeah. that's the dog that she had, uh, and then um, out of out of that, also bulldogs, Boston terriers uh, were next on the list. So okay, yeah, all right, golden retrievers. I didn't see them on there. No, really, happy dogs. I th- would think would be on the list. Right? Yeah, like, you would think so. Like right. labs and like golden retrievers, like you and I have. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, the the herding dogs get treated the best, probably because they actually work. But also, right. they need to like. You need to take them out and run them, and yeah, yeah, they get so bored. That's a good point. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So the city council in Calgary is apparently angry at the e-scooters. The, uh, the I guess they have the same council we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're working with Edmonton. There's a there's a, a joint effort in this regard. Oh, okay, so I don't know exactly what I didn't sit down and read the 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 law that was passed or presented or whatever. But they're they're trying to control e scooters on the roads in Calgary. Yes, um, they said there's there are um, rules about rentable e scooters, so the limes and the birds. Yeah. But there's no rules about personal, privately owned e-scooters. And so they want to put in rules around uh, uh, people... It's a war on scooter owners. I guess so. That's what this is. Yeah. I'm going to fight back. (laughs) It was actually... um, Yeah, I think something to do with so that you can use the bike lanes. Because I think you're illegally using the bike lanes right now. Well, they also they also want people off yeah. the, off of the sidewalks. Well, they're for bikes. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, your e scooters are in the way. <laughs> um, that also the rules um, about against like the limes limited the speed of these scooters. So maybe that'll come in where they limit how fast you can go on your scooter. So down I, to twenty. I'll tell the story about mine. So my wife and I bought one, and I got her just sort of a basic one because she's not 240 pounds. Yeah, she's very small. And um, and we found we found one that's fine for her. And at top speed, she's doing like 30, mm-hmm. right? But she's also 110 pounds, right? Yeah. Soaking wet. So she can get that thing up to 30, 30 plus. And uh, even she's admitted, like, she's like, ah, that's enough. I'm not sure I feel completely safe going top speed on this thing all the time. Yeah. Um, and then on mine, because I had to get one that had a little bit more reinforcement, a little bit bigger. <laughs> because, shocks. And yeah, yeah. So mine, mine actually. Yours is a car. <laughs> <laughs> mine goes to uh, 40, 40K. I can get it up. And I've had it up over 40K on a hill. Yeah. I got it up to 43 points, I think, five kilometers That's an hour. That's fast on a scooter. That's pretty. What do you think about it? That's how fast you're going in your car when you're driving along. Like the speed limit is 40. Well, that's just it. And I was yeah. in a 30 zone when I was doing 40. <laughs> so I'm whipping down that hill. And I got to be honest with you, I don't necessarily feel great. Like, I don't feel really safe mm-hmm. doing 40K on that thing. Um, and I can get it up to 35 pretty quick. Like, it's it's like snap. Yeah. And I've seen guys on those things now, like because I'm not. I'm starting to notice other scooters. Well, it's, it's like, like when you buy a new car, you start to see the same car. But 
I'm noticing now you see scooters, and it's privately owned owned ones, yeah. right? That I'm noticing because the ones, the limes and the birds and all those, those are obvious, yeah. right? Because they're all like bright colors and everything. But there's more and more people that are buying these things on their own now because they're a great way to zip around. Yeah, right? if you live in a 15 minute city like you do, <laughs> you can zip around. And- so anyway, <laughs> I've seen guys honestly. Grant, like no helmet, shorts on, mm-hmm. t-shirt, doing fifty k on. The, there are some that are flying crazy, hey. And I'm actually glad because there was one that I was looking at that was built by a local company, and I phoned them and I was going to go actually check them out. And and the reason I didn't is because they top out. Uh, he was saying, yeah, this one here, this is our sort of entry-level one, and it, yeah, it's good for like a 320-pounder, like if you're yeah. 320 pounds, no problem, um, and you can go off-road on it, and top speed is, I think he was saying something like 60, 70K, and because uh, I phoned the guy to talk to him about, you know, can I go test drive it, yeah. and and I ended up buying this sort of this basic one on Amazon that that's like... That that is good for four hundred pounds upwards of four hundred pounds because all these limes and you're not supposed to be over two hundred pounds on these things. No, right? you're not. Right. So anyway, um, I I was like, if I have one that goes sixty seventy k, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, that's too much. So I didn't do it, and I saw one of those. I'm pretty sure it was the one this local company that sells my. I, I apologize. I can't remember the name of the group. But it was they were bright yellow, and the guy that I saw on it mm-hmm. like a week ago when it was when it first got nice out, he was going down Calgary Trail, yeah, and he was keeping up with traffic. <laughs> well, and that's and the he thing. was just flying on it. You're gonna kill yourself or like a pedestrian, <laughs> someone else. Well. If you're not paying attention, the other thing with these scooters too that like people don't they might not be aware of, you feel really secure on them, yeah. right? But if you let go, if Any you take sort of a wobble. hand off, like if a bee flies in my face and I, or like I go to swat <laughs> or itch my nose, I'm going down. Yeah, like you have to keep your hands on these damn things. Hmm. So I'm not surprised. I'm surprised there isn't well, more like injuries. That and the electric bikes. I mean, Simon Cowell almost killed himself on an electric bike. Well, that's the other thing that I think is going to end up happening. You're going to start seeing city councilors. Um, they're going to start having conversations about those e-bikes, too. Because I see guys on those e-bikes on the trails I, yeah. doing 50, 60, 70K. There was a homeless dude went by my house the other day. I was out in the front front lawn, and he was. it was loud. It was like... And he had a trailer behind full of bottles, and yeah. he was... Flying down Booking. the street. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where did he steal that thing from? <laughs> and you know what? You're going to start to see some like major accidents on these things. Yeah. A friend of mine was saying, because I, I just bought my helmet the other day, but I've been zipping around on the, on the, on the scooter mm-hmm. without a helmet. And I was like, I, I'm going to kill myself here. Yeah. There was a morning I came into work last week and I didn't feel good. Like I felt like I had a couple of wobbles. It was wet out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to get a helmet. Yeah. So I went up to United Cycle and I bought a helmet. But um, it was, um, it was uh, Scorgy. Mm-hmm. He was telling me about a friend of his who hit a road sign. Yeah, this guy I know. Oh, do you know him too? Yeah, yeah. And he almost scalped himself. Took, he, took his 
He did, yeah. And I thought about that because there's been a couple of times, like I'm six foot four and I'm standing on it, so I'm a couple. You can of, barely get under bridges. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm at the the height of signs. Yeah, right. These things, I can see why there's a conversation about trying to keep people safe now. Like with how tall you are and the scooter, are you able to get down into the un- underground parking, or are you too high? There's a um, there's a tunnel that we go in 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 and around, like not a tunnel, but underneath of a bridge. And I am literally, I'm maybe six inches from the from the ceiling when I'm when I'm zipping through on the on the e-scooter. <laughs> Ready for Cruise Hall Party 2023? Edmonton's most epic spring party goes down May 26th. Man, be the 95th person to text the following keyword to 780-989-0957. The word is shout. S-H-O-U-T. What was that again? Shout. Are you sure? Shout. Let yeah. it all up. Makes me want to play our, yeah, this is it. You should. S H U N T. No, S H. Okay, come on, don't do this. Shunt, shunt. It's shunt. S H O U T. These are the fluids we can do without. So come on. I'm talking to Jimmy. Come on. Shunt, shunt. Let it all out. These are the fluids we can do without, so come on. I'm talking to Jimmy, come on. Here's the bridge. In swelling times, <laughs> you shouldn't have to drain your head. In Tabor as a white. Everybody's texting in the wrong word. <laughs> Those one-track minds that took you for a plumber's boy. The plumber's boy. Kiss them goodbye. You shouldn't have to jump for corn. You shouldn't have to shout for a shunt. Let it all out. The fluids we, we can, can do without, so come on. I'm talking to Jimmy. Come on. So text the word shunt S H U N T to seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven for a chance show. to win S-H-O-U-T. Paul Party O U T U N T. You better set it up so shunt works too. <laughs> no. You're in the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. So Ryan Reynolds is out from his bid. Him and the group. Yeah, that's sad. So he will not be buying the Ottawa Senators. Their their bid is not moving forward. I have a prediction. Okay. Because what was the projected cost of the the team? A billion dollars. No, 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 no. That was what the offer was. What's the What's the value on the market? Oh, I don't know. I think it was. I could be telling tales out of school, but I think it was like seven hundred and fifty million dollars. So their Their bid, which included the team and this arena, was valued at a billion. The Senators uh, have an eight hundred million dollar evaluation. Eight hundred million. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think 
what the group was, the Remington group and this Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. this, this partnership. I think they, if I'm not mistaken, had one of the highest bids, if not the highest out of the six that, yeah. that came to the table. And so what I was reading was they their proposal was they didn't want a bidding war. They didn't want to get into a yeah. bidding war with the other with the other groups. They um, they wanted an exclusive window to do a deal. So they went to the senators and they said, "We were, are going to pay this much, but we want no one else can make an offer right now. We want to we want to bid right now exclusively. No one else." And the, and the owners senators said, shut down. No, we're not going to do that. Yeah, but yeah, I we want a bidding war. <laughs> here's my here's my prediction on that. I think. What's going to end up happening is the other the other bids are going to going to become a problem. Okay, it's going to become an issue working with them, and they're going to go back to the Ryan Reynolds and Remington group. Okay, that's, um, that's my prediction. That's your prediction. Okay, and I think that this was a strategy. Um, Snoop Dogg is still involved in another bid, um, so he's. He's with a bunch of LA-based um, businessmen. For, for some reason, I'm okay with Snoop and going to the Apparently, the weekend is now putting together a bid as well. Well, that was the rumor at the beginning of this thing yeah. that he should have worked with the weekend. That Ryan Reynolds should have gone into the Two Canadians. Yeah, you know what? This kind of bit Ryan Reynolds in the ass. Not working with them. Well, no, because everybody started oh, talking I, about the Sands yeah. things, and so all of a sudden it became. He shouldn't have talked about it on Jimmy Kimmel. Exactly, he because kept it secret. then everybody was like, hold on, the Sens are for sale? Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Okay, well, hold oh, on. Ryan Reynolds wants to buy them. I want to buy them. I want to buy that. Yeah, I want it. I want it. There must like, be something they've here. they all watched Wrexham, Wrexham, yeah. Wrexham FC, the, Rex, the, TV, the TV show. Yeah. And they're like, well, I could do that with the Senators. I want to do that. When is that? That must be coming out that second season soon. Because it's on FX, which I think we get on Crave. I said to the wife the other night, "Oh, I really want to watch this show," and then she just laughed at me and said, "You can do that on your own time. <laughs> We're not. I'm not watching a show but soccer." <laughs> she it's, said, so. "But you know what? Get her to watch one episode. And I, I bet tried. you she'll love it. I tried. Really? Because I I think she, it's not about soccer. Does your I wife hate watch soccer? It? No, 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 no. <laughs> she doesn't. It's coming out okay. in October. Uh, no, so that's when it ended." Uh, they don't have a... a I think it's coming out soon. Yeah. They're, well, they would have just finished Expect filming. the show to start late August 2023. Okay, I will definitely be watching season two. That It, it was so good. That first season was amazing. Yeah. You should watch it, Grant. I, I want to. Like You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Woo! Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. A couple of years ago with Midget at the Movies. What are you watching this weekend, by the way? I can't remember. Uh, he's watching. <laughs> it's um, what's her name? Nev, Nev Campbell. Nev. 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 And it was a movie none of us had seen, but it had Danny DeVito in it. Drowning Mona. Uh, yeah, Drowning Mona. Okay. Um. Anyway, a couple years ago, Jimmy, we do themes with the midget of the yeah. movies. No, we did nothing but Nicolas Cage movies. So we launched that in January of like 2020 or something, and it completely revitalized Nicolas Cage's career. He's a star again. I don't know if he knows this, but Nick Cage has a lot to thank Jimmy for, right? Yeah. It's revitalized. It's brought him back. It's given him relevance again. 100%. And all we ask is he buys us coffee sometime. Uh, you know what? All I want is just to meet the guy. Or I want to hang out with him in Vegas. I want to go to Vegas. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, we'll have a chat with uh, a friend of mine 
Shrine in Vegas here in a bit. Uh, Nicolas Cage is going to be doing a sequel to Lord of War. Reprising his role as an arms dealer for, uh, yeah, the sequel to Lord of War. Yeah. Uh, With so. Bill, how do you say his last name? Skargard? 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 <laughs> Is that how you say it? I don't know. <laughs> if you look him up, you'll recognize him. I couldn't place him until I saw a picture of him. Yeah. So I guess the 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 story is, the plot is from that, John Wick. Yes. That's where he's from. If you, uh, if you see a picture of him, you'll recognize him immediately. So in the movie, um, Lords of War, he plays, that's his kid. Because uh, okay. his brother. He also played the clown in it. The new clown. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. So yeah. that's his son? It's his son. Okay. Because remember his brother, Jared Leto, and him? Yeah. And and Jared didn't handle it well and ended up not... It, he died at the end of the movie. Yeah, Lord, at the end I don't of think I'm giving War. anything away it's here. It's a 2005 movie. Okay. I don't think yeah. you yeah. have to worry about uh, it. <laughs> you made me watch that for Midget. We did, yeah. That would have been one of the Nicolas Cage movies that you watched now during the... Now it's getting a sequel because of you. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> it's a good movie. Because of this show, this show a makes movie. a difference. That was a really... Ethan Hawke was in that. That's one of my favorite uh, Nicolas Cage movies, yeah. if I'm not... It's definitely up there. I'm not telling tales out of school at all. So there you go. That is nowhere near anywhere like seeing it. It's just, it's a conversation that it's... it's they got a title and added... Made, they announced that Nick Cage will be back for it, obviously. Yeah, and, so, and, and then they're going to... And that Bill guy. Put so. that together. So that'll be cool. Yeah, I'll look forward to that one. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we're calling my friend Dean Blundell. From the Cryer Media Podcast Network. I do a podcast with him in the afternoons. I think we're doing one today. He's in Vegas. Good morning. You okay? Hello? Get to a window. What happens in Vegas? <laughs> it's got to get the ball gag out. <laughs> <laughs> we're, having, we're having trouble with the connection here, Dean. <laughs> Put a hanger on your head. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. All right, fellas. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, good. I get seven hours sleep, which is kind of a miracle in this city, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good for Vegas. Well, um, now let me ask you a question, and this might be a little too personal, and if it is, we can move on, and we can get to the reason why we actually called. You're in Vegas, and I know you're a sober man, but um, did you uh, did you... Are you taking a break from that? That pledge <laughs> <laughs> doesn't count in Vegas. No, no, uh, okay. no. That's uh, that, and it wasn't a pledge. It wasn't like uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, the Bible. Don't drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pledge to never get shit canned again. Yeah, no, that's not a pledge. Uh, okay, this is why we're calling. Okay, now. It's it, it's it's at a point with Leaf fans where we're actually questioning how much we're making fun of of Leaf fans, like because it's it's getting silly now. So I did put in another bet that the Leafs, and this was after they went down three nothing. I put in another bet that they're going to lose in Game Seven to the Florida <laughs> Panthers. 
because it can only go one way. They don't just get swept. That's too easy. It's the Leafs. They have to go to Game 7, get everybody's hopes up again, and then lose it in Game 7, and then start a new tradition of losing in Game 7 in the second round for the next 20 years. Now, mm-hmm. okay, and, and, and again, like I said, I'm doing it for comedy, and I realize the pain that I might be causing. But then we read this yesterday. Grant, share so this with is, Dean. Jo- is it Wall? Is that Wall. Is it? Yeah. Joseph Wall is now the most bet-on player to win the Conn Smythe Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> he's received 48% of Conn Smythe bets since his first start. He yeah. spent seven minutes in net in the playoffs. <laughs> and the Leafs think he's winning the Cubs. <laughs> you know what? You guys yeah. deserve it. You deserve all your pain. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, honestly, no one even cares. Like, I mean, who cares? Who cares about the Leafs? It's like... It's it's such a weird anomaly because it's like anytime you attach yeah, anytime you attach like you know, the word maple leaf to something, everybody's ears perk up. You know, and the and 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 it's just because they're such a joke and they've been such a joke for a long period of time. And I mean and even watching them try not to be a joke is a joke at this point, right? Like <laughs> I like I like on uh Toronto Sports Radio after the after when the third loss, Ontario, yeah, yeah um, we had somebody who listens to an, an Ontario. Thank you for that, by the way. We got a lot of Ontario listeners now, and um, and he was like, "Locke, you won't believe it. They're actually calling to have um, uh, the Sheldon Keefe, Sheldon Keefe fired to to uh, inspire to, the team, to inspire the team <laughs> in Game Four." <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I gotta be honest, I'm surprised uh, there isn't some kind of convoy for the firing of uh, <laughs> Sheldon Keith going on right now. Uh, that's it's, funny. It's a, you know what, it's just it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like the city is, and the fans are just such pains in the asses. And, you know, you see these shots out of, and I know you have issues at, uh, you know, the ice park or whatever you call it, the ice plaza uh, for those watching. <laughs> I know you've uh, had some biting going on down here, too. But it's like, you know, you watch these guys, and you, you listen, the team and, and the history and all the old people that really want them to win the cup before they die and all that other weird stuff. <laughs> you know, that's all nice and stuff like that. But, like, you know, Leaf fans are so delusional. <laughs> I, I can't even begin to imagine to it. I can't explain it because when you see these guys in these post-game videos of Maple Leaf Square, they're, you know, after game, the round, first round, they're like, you know, we're going to win the cup. It's about time. And they're like, they're apoplectic. They're losing their goddamn minds. Like, it's yeah. a foregone conclusion. And then the next round, you know, you pan to the crowd again, and it's like, well, well, maybe next year, right? Like, it's just, <laughs> I, I get so tired. I just like I get whiplash from it. And yeah. to be honest with you, most fans here are annoying anyway, too. Well, um, you're in Vegas right now, Dean, and and you're not there yeah. because the Oilers are in town. But are you going to the game tonight? Yeah, we are. We've got tickets to go to the game tonight, which will be exciting. And you can't even really tell if, like, it's weird here because, like, it's Vegas, right? You guys have obviously, I know you've been to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the dildo story. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, it's, it's odd. You wouldn't even know the Vegas Golden Knights are in the playoffs here or that they had a team. Just because it's so busy, unless yeah. you walk by Caesars and you saw the Caesar with the big jersey on. But 
Um, yeah, there's really no like playoff fever in Vegas. It's just hmm. a collection of people throwing their life away, like an English lady yesterday who was crying on the doorstep of the casino we were oh, no. having a meeting at, and she asked me if I could help get her husband out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, um, if you are sticking around for Game 7, there's a conversation in, in these parts about Locke coming down. And, and hanging out with you next week. It would be Tuesday, right? Yeah, I think so. I think the game's Tuesday, yeah. game seven, um, if necessary. Do we, do we have to say things like that? I think if necessary. Yeah, um, please do. But Yeah, there you go. So um, no, jinx it. no, yeah, game seven's Tuesday. I, I'm excited for it. You can get tickets down here for like 75 bucks still for the playoffs. What? It should piss everybody in Canada. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get tickets here for 7500 bucks. Yeah. Um, it should piss everybody off. But at the same time, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go see because we drove actually past the arena, and it's ridiculous looking. Like, I don't know if you've seen It's a great arena. We went to Metallica We there. saw Metallica yeah. there. It's a fantastic oh, arena. Oh, did? Yeah. Was it awesome? It's yeah. a beautiful, it's a beautiful um, rink. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they, they spared no expense at all. Yeah, they had a patio outside for smoking. Well, and <laughs> and I think Dean's in a suite too because he's nice. down there. Um, yeah, you're uh, you're living the lap of luxury down there. Uh, so that I don't know. I don't know about that. I think we're just uh, we're, we're taking meetings and doing work down here. I don't. You're at the wind. The lap. I'm at no, no. I'm not at the wind. <laughs> I went to. That's where our meetings are. I'm staying oh. at the Hilton. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the Hilton. That's where the, where the guy got his toes sucked on, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, have you had your toes sucked on? That's weird. That's got to be. That's weird that you know that, Grant. I, have no idea. I heard. I heard. All right. Well, we got to let you go, but um, we'll be in touch, especially if there is a game seventeen. Thanks for this. Okay, guys, go Oilers. Go. I'll talk to you guys soon. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. What's her name again? Andrea. 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 Okay. Hello. Andrea, how are you today? I'm all right. How are you? Good. Doing good. It's the locker room calling. We have some questions for you. Are you married to an Andrew? Yes, I am. Have you got three daughters? Yes, we do. Are you a good mother? I think so, yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, they all think so, because they nominated you for the locker room mother of the year, and you're our winner! Awesome. <laughs> How does it feel to be the locker room's mother of the year? <laughs> she, uh, all right. Well, we'll deal with you on Monday. We got some stuff for you and um, prizes. Uh, and yeah, don't get too excited. It's it's a locker room win. <laughs> well, the first thing I asked my husband is, um, did I win a glory hole tour? <laughs> Not this time, uh, but you did win a bunch of stuff from Jimmy's apartment. Yes. <laughs> no, we're kidding. We're kidding. Andrew. Hopefully get a chance to meet you on Monday, the day after Mother's Day. But it sounds like, based on a conversation we had with Andrew, you might be prego. You might be bringing uh, a new life into the world here. Uh, no. No. <laughs> I don't know where you read that. <laughs> no, they, they, have a, they have a 10-month-old. They have, a, oh, she's they trying have to... a little one. Oh, I see. Okay, I miss... You I didn't even know, that. Andrea. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> You're pregnant. 
You heard it here on the Love Group. By the way, by the way, when you come down on Monday, this conversation will probably just be as awkward. Okay. All right. I wouldn't expect anything else. That went well, eh? Yeah. Anyone else you want to phone and break news to them? We've been playing this song all week. I thought we'd play it. Mother. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We have a guest, Grant Johnson. Yes, we do. Her name is Kat, and uh, you work with Starlight Casino in West Edmonton Mall. I do, yes, absolutely. We have an event coming up tomorrow, and it is a charity drive for Team Rubicon. Can you briefly explain what Team Rubicon is? Absolutely. So Team Rubicon is a a veteran-led organization that provides humanitarian relief to communities across Canada uh, and North America. So they responded to the 2016 fire in Fort McMurray. Yeah. Uh, At that time, I was actually living in Fort McMurray, so I have a personal connection to the group. Uh, But they've also recently responded to Hurricane Fiona in the Maritimes. They put back over $1.9 million of value back into the community there from the work that they did throughout uh, the maritime provinces. They're a fantastic group. Like they show up when when we need them to show up. They're there to support us. Uh, right now, they're currently monitoring the wild, wildfire situation here in Alberta. That makes sense. Yeah. So so we can really be assured that uh, if this group is called upon, they'll they'll be here for us. So you don't have to be a veteran to be a part of Team Rubicon, but generally speaking, most of the active members are are past uh, military, right? Yeah, absolutely. You you can be a civilian and join Team Rubicon. They will provide you with the training if you don't have it. Uh, But they do really call upon the the training of people who have served in the military. And what that does is that helps transition folks from service within the Canadian Armed Forces into civilian life. So that is a a really big bridge, an important bridge to help people uh, who are used to service continue that service uh, when their their former military careers are over. Cool. One of the interesting things about the event this weekend is it's not technically a Team Rubicon event. It's actually a casino event, which you work for. But you guys, this is something that's very close to your hearts, and you want to make sure that you do what you can to, to help them out. So that's why we're doing this event this coming Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. This event really is a partnership between Gateway Gives and Team Rubicon Canada. So what we want to do, our goal with this event, is to really drive awareness to the group, uh, give people a place where they can, can come and learn about what Team Rubicon does and how they've impacted our communities across Canada and really just provide them a platform to to access the public in that way. And what is it you guys will be doing this weekend? So this weekend really is about folks coming out and Team Rubicon is going to be giving some demonstrations on some of the gear that they use when they go into communities to uh, to provide disaster relief. Arrowhead Coffee, uh, who is also our partner here, they will be in attendance and serving some of their really great brews so people can pop by and have a drink and then really it's just about being able to see the history of trc and where they've served here in canada and in other places in north america fantastic well i appreciate you coming down cat it was nice to meet you we'll see you tomorrow at uh at starlight casino in west edmonton mall you can't miss this they've got the trucks and everything set up and if you come down on saturday you can make a uh, donation to help out team rubicon so just watch for us at the casino so thank you for coming down cat i appreciate this thank you so much for having me You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast.
If you feel like drinking now, you're not alone. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Ardent Roof Systems.